0: friend, I have a favor to ask. I'm running as a hero in the 2023 St. Jude Memphis Marathon weekend. St. Jude heroes are runners who fundraise while they train for their race. And I am proud to be a part of this nationwide alliance against childhood cancer. I want to help make sure that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus solely on helping their child live. Your donation, no matter the size, will help. Will you help me reach my fundraising goal? Please visit my fundraising page to show your support at fundraising.stjude.org slash go to Donita J. That's D-O-N-I-T-A-J. There's a link in the show notes. I can't thank you enough for helping the kids of St. Jude. Can anyone do a triathlon? We're going to talk about this and see if we can bust a few myths that might be holding you back. Listen to Episode 6 of the Official Triathlete Podcast and find out whether you can do a triathlon. Welcome to the Official Triathlete Podcast, where you will learn about all things triathlon, from the very basics of multi-sport, training and racing tips, overall health and mindset practice, and how to blend life demands with fitness goals. I'm Danita, a board-certified registered nurse, coach, triathlon and swimming official, and seasoned triathlete. I especially love helping aspiring and beginner athletes, as well as accomplished ones, achieve those goals you've dreamed of. Head on over to trynursecoaching.com to find more great info, and while you're there, grab a copy of my free triathlon lingo and etiquette cheat sheet. Let's get started. Hello, my friends and fellow athletes. Thanks for tuning in. I'm so grateful that you're here. Before we begin, i like to start with a little message from my Train With Heart program. It's my mission to transform the whole athlete. And so, heart not only develops and prepares the body for improved athletic performance, but aims to optimize the whole person through healing, empowerment, awareness, reflection, and transformation. So each episode, we start with a short message centered around one of these elements, And today we're going to discuss healing. One way to begin healing is by using positive affirmations. Now, don't roll your eyes at me. I'm serious. Our thoughts play a huge role in how we feel, and positive thinking leads to confidence and feelings of happiness, while negativity leads to low self-esteem and missing out on greatness in life. We so often talk ourselves out of things without even realizing we are doing so. Every day, hundreds, maybe thousands of negative thoughts drift freely through our mind. We put ourselves down and sow the seeds of doubt. Using daily positive affirmations can change your life, but you have to be strategic and you have to do it like you mean it. Just repeating an affirmation may not be enough. You have to convince your mind that you believe it. Here are three techniques that you can try. Number one, the mirror technique. In a private setting, please stand in front of a mirror, preferably a full length one, in either just your underwear or maybe even naked. Start at the top and work down your body, saying out loud what it is you like about areas of your body. For example, you could say, I like the way my hair shines, or my eyes are a lovely shade of insert color, they sparkle. My eyes are a wonderful feature. They help me see beautiful colors. Take the time and go slowly over all your body, building up a more positive image of yourself. It may be hard at first. Maybe you don't like anything about yourself. But find just a few things to start. Number two, the volume technique. Be aware of your thoughts, and whenever you catch yourself thinking a negative one, think of yourself as turning down a volume knob inside your head, Turn it all the way down until you can't hear it anymore. Then think a positive affirmation and turn the volume back up while repeating it to yourself. And number three, the trash can technique. If you have negative thoughts, write them down on a scrap of paper, wad it up into a ball and throw it into the trash can. By doing this, you are telling yourself these thoughts are nothing but trash and that's where they belong. It may feel awkward. It may feel silly. But it does work if you remain consistent. Even just a simple statement in a place you see it every day is a good start. I have a little card in a small frame on my bathroom counter that says, I love myself and I live a life I love. Okay, so can anyone do a triathlon? Do a triathlon? That sounds hard. I could never do that. Oh, if I had a dollar for every time I heard a statement like this, Well, I wouldn't be rich, but I could probably buy myself something really nice. When I think about the many conversations I've had where a statement like this was made, there's one very noticeable thing they all have in common. Every conversation has a root set of words related to, I can't. Last week in episode five, I started with a brief talk about transformation. If you haven't already, I encourage you to go back and listen. I gave you a list of questions to ask yourself if the words I can't are stopping you from doing something that you want to do. Here's the thing. My answer is consistent. You can. No doubt triathlon is hard, but so are many things in our lives, especially when something is new. I mean, starting this podcast was hard. Going to nursing school was hard. Becoming a mother was hard. And honestly, it's all still hard. We choose our hard. It's a challenge to overcome self-doubt. It makes me sad when I see people give in and then give up. Let me tell you a quick little story. 20-something years ago, when I started nursing school, I all of a sudden found myself doing something that was really hard. I started the first semester of actual nursing classes, and I was overwhelmed. During nursing school, we would have periodic math tests, not like algebra, but nursing-related math conversions, and medication calculations. It was a two-strike-you're-out kind of test, meaning you had to get 100% on every math test. They allowed one fail, as in one time, not getting 100% correct. Yes, for the entire two years that I would be in school. And guess what happened? I failed the first one. And over something so simple, how many milliliters are in one tablespoon? Do you know the answer to that? I will never ever ever forget. It's 15 milliliters. 1 tablespoon equals 15 milliliters. So, I am just a few weeks into another 2 years of school and I've already gotten my one and only strike. Add that pressure to the struggle of passing pharmacology, pathophysiology, my core nursing classes, etc. I was terrified and ready to give up. I told myself I can't do this. This is hard. And my mind went to work. What could I do that would be easier? It's not worth the effort. I'm just going to fail. Why waste my time and energy? Everyone else is smarter than me. I failed over something so basic. What am I going to do when it gets even harder? I finally spoke this out loud to one of my best friends, and I was shocked when the words I heard were, Do what you think is best, but you will forfeit your right to ever complain that you didn't finish nursing school because your decision is to give up instead of try harder. Ouch. But those words were so impactful, and I've carried that with me. If I want to do something, then I have to try. Even if I fail, I tried. Even if I'm not the best, or even good for that matter, I can try. What's the harm in trying? because I might just succeed. And you know what happened? I finished nursing school. I knew I had to work harder so that I wouldn't fail. And I did. Over the next two years, I put in the effort. I made the sacrifices, and I graduated. I've had a fruitful career serving and caring for others. And I'm proud of myself for not giving up. So back to triathlon. When I started, I hadn't swum in years, I didn't own a bike, and I couldn't even run a full mile. But I got the multi-sport bug, and I put in the effort. And when it got hard, I reminded myself that all I had to do was try. It's not about anyone else. It's about me and what I want to accomplish. It's not about winning. It's about finishing what I started. So are you telling yourself that you can't? Let's talk about it. Can anyone do a triathlon? Yes. Yes, anyone can. There's not even any prerequisites, and there's not any strikes, and you're out. All that is really needed is time to prepare and motivation to do the work. It does not matter if you are not fit, if you're overweight, you're old, you don't know how, you don't need fancy equipment or a $10,000 bike, you don't need race wheels or a $200 pair of running shoes. You don't need a $700 wetsuit or anything else that serious athletes have. You need you. My first triathlon, a sprint distance down in Mississippi, I rented a wetsuit for $50. I borrowed a road bike since I didn't have one. And yes, with just regular pedals, no fancy shoes. I wore a cheap pair of shorts and a clearance tri-top with an old pair of running shoes. I was a single mom working three jobs at the time and had very little money, But I decided to do a triathlon, so I did. I'll post some pics on my website. So let's bust some I can't because myths that you might be telling yourself. Number one, I am not fit enough to do a triathlon. Truth, you don't have to be super fit to do a triathlon. Start with a sprint or a super sprint distance. Don't overwhelm yourself by thinking you need to do an Ironman or even a half. Start small. See if you enjoy it. I can pretty much guarantee the feeling you get when you cross the finish line is magic and you'll want to do it again. It is a feeling different from any other. Short distance triathlons are great no matter your experience, but when you're starting out, it's perfect. Just start slow in every leg of the race. Don't go all out, just experience the race and enjoy yourself. Number two I am too old to do a triathlon. Truth. There is no age limit. I'll add a link in the show notes of the oldest woman to finish at the Ironman World Championships. Just last year, in 2022, at 78 years old, Sherry Grenfeld made history and competed as the oldest woman to compete in the Ironman World Championships. At 78! Yes, 78! She finished a world championship race consisting of a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and a 26.2-mile run. And she did it all of that in 16 hours, 20 minutes, and 7 seconds. Holy cow! So now tell me you're too old. (laughs) Or look at Sister Madonna, the Iron Nun, who competed at age 82. Or Charles Furtrell, who finished a triathlon at 90 years old. At my first Ironman in Wisconsin, Mike Riley brought the youngest and the oldest participants on stage at the dinner banquet, 20 and 80. I'll post a picture of that on my website, too. I've been competing for quite some time, and let me just tell you, there are people many years older than me that finish long before I do. So I think age is literally just a number. And hey, by the way, I'll post a link for you to check out how I can help you find out what your true inner age is. You can go to TryNurseCoaching.com to find out a little bit about it. Number three, I have to train in an insane amount of hours to compete in a triathlon. Nope, there's a huge difference between quantity and quality. Yes, the longer the distance the race you want to train for requires more time. For the vast majority of us, we have jobs, families, and other life responsibilities and don't have 30 plus hours a week to train. What I'm saying is that most of us don't compete in triathlons to earn a living. It's a hobby. It's something we do for fun and for our own sense of great accomplishment. Our life responsibilities are important. The key is finding the time and committing to the work. My number one goal with my clients is to help them find balance in blending life demands with their fitness goals. And that's the key word here. Balance. A coach can help you figure out exactly how much time you need to train and help you find ways to fit it into your busy schedule. Number four, I'm not a good enough swimmer to do a triathlon. The swimming portion seems to be one of the biggest roadblocks for people to overcome. Between lack of confidence in their technique or ability level and fear of open water, people back out. Here's my answer to that. In my experience, Swimming is the easiest part of a triathlon to improve upon. In triathlon, you can swim any way you want to. You can doggy paddle if you need to. Enlist some help from a swimming instructor or coach to teach you technique. Many gyms with pools have master swim groups that can also offer support. I'll add a link in the show notes to U.S. Master Swim. Go check out the Club Finder to see if there's a group in your area. Plus, there are loads of resources on their website, like articles and videos on technique. The next thing is to consistently practice. If you show up and swim, you will get better. I promise. Get in a pool and swim. Who cares what you look like? If you have to stop to catch your breath halfway down the lane, then do it. You don't have to do fancy flip turns. You don't need any equipment. A swimsuit and a pair of goggles is enough. Maybe a swim cap. Endurance builds fast in swimming. You will be amazed at how quickly you progress. If open water makes you nervous, practice that too. Find people you can swim with. Please don't ever go alone. There are buoy belts you can wear that not only keep you visible in the water, but can also be used as a flotation device if you get tired. If you're afraid of what's in the water that might get you, set those fears aside. Anything in the water is way more afraid of you. I have never, during racing or training, been touched by any creature in the water. And even though I hate using the S word, I'll address this too. I have never seen a snake either. Maybe I have an angel looking out for me, but truthfully, snakes don't want to be by people splashing around. And lastly, if you're worried about safety, during the swim portion of the race, everyone is very attentive the lifeguards, volunteers, and other trained personnel are watching the swimmers very closely. They know what to watch for. They know how to detect potential problems. There will be kayakers, maybe some paddlers or canoes or even some jet skis. People will be watching for the swimmers that need help or simply need to rest. There is no issue with hanging onto a kayak and catching your breath before continuing. My husband and I were on our Sea-Doo at the Memphis Half Ironman last year, and I can tell you, with around 2,000 athletes in the water, we were on high alert and ready to help. And helped we did. A lot of people. So, have no fear. (laughs) We're ready for it. Next week, I'm going to go into more depth about swimming. Before we wrap up, let's go over some mindset issues. Whether you do short distance or long distance, if you swim, bike, and run, you are a triathlete. And you know what? There are many other options. Multisport encompasses a wide range of activities. There's not just one way. There are many options. There's off-road courses, trail running, ultra running, duathlon, aquabikes, aquathons, indoor triathlons, gravel triathlons. I mean, I could list so many. My suggestion to you is to think about the things you like to do, the things you might want to do, explore your possibilities. What local races are available to you? Find a coach who is well-versed in the possibilities and can help you find the right fit. Grab a friend and find an event you can do together. And here's my favorite. Find your local multi-sport club. You are sure to find a group of people that get together to train, educate, and motivate each other. I love my multi-sport team. So I can't wait to see what's in store for you in 2023. Okay, there you have it. Anyone can do a triathlon or multi-sport event, and I've busted four myths that might be holding you back. If you have any questions or you need a little help, get in touch. I'd love to have a chat. And come back next week to get some amazing tips on how to start, how to improve, and how to train for the swim portion of a triathlon. And don't forget to head over to trinursecoaching.com freebies to get some free goodies. Talk to you next week. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in. I would love to hear from you. So, if you have topic ideas or questions you would like for me to discuss on the show, visit trinursecoaching.com. And for more great info, join my Facebook group, The Official Triathlete Academy. Check the show notes for links. Love the show? Please subscribe, leave a review, and be sure to tell your friends. And remember, do things that are hard.